Welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game by critiquing and criticizing current players. I'm one of your hosts, Derek Kubitschek, and today we are looking at Season 44, Episode 2, Two Dorky Magnets. I'm joined today by two lovely co-hosts, Ryan, Stacy, and Josh. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. It's another fun episode of Survivor tonight. Good to be back. I'm loving this cast. I'm loving this season. Even if I hated the the result of tonight's episode, yeah, we uh we got a big oof here uh, on the podcast, which we'll get uh, into we'll, in which, the spoiler which section. Which we'll get into, but I I overall enjoyed the episode. I found myself laughing more than what I typically would during the average episode, which you know maybe maybe that's not exactly what I'm always looking for, but it's appreciated every once in a while. See, I found myself cringing more than the average episode. I wanted to cringe out of existence a couple of times here tonight. Maybe it was like a a, a cringe laugh, I guess. <laughs> La- laughing out of awkwardness. Let's just say Minnesota is representing in a way. In a way. <laughs> Minnesota's represented is what you're saying. Yes. We're normal. I just well, want, we promise most of us are normal. I, I, I really just want to hammer home something that we discussed on the podcast last week. This cast seems so fun. Yep. And oh, so flawed. Oh, so flawed. Oh, so flawed. So much bad gameplay I, tonight. So much. And, you know, if, if they did change the way that they approached casting, if this is the way they approach casting going forward, trying to find different personalities that aren't necessarily game body strategic super fan know-it-alls all the time heck bring on super fans who you just know can't play the game and we're gonna be in for a good I, I time i think we got a few of those yeah, absolutely we got a few of those Especially the ones who think they can play i love the delusion of people who think they're great at the game and they're just not we got a couple of those this season uh and including one i didn't expect Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the spoiler sections, I just wanted to run through a few things notable from last week's episode that we caught up sort of in this in-between week because we podcast night of there are things we learn about in the meta afterwards. So uh, first one I thought that was fun. Maddie's vote out is an instance of votagami. No other contestant has ever been voted out by one vote where two other votes had been nullified. The curse of M continues, which is a theory I believe made popular on Survivor Reddit. That is where a woman's name starts with an M. She's voted out at her first or second tribal council. Go check that out if you're interested in anything more than that. I'm going to pause you on that one. I'm going to disprove this theory, Marianne. I'm not saying it's always. I'm saying it's a statistical anomaly. Bruce officially becomes the first new era player confirmed to be invited to return, though the season is not known. This was given on Jeff Probst's On Fire podcast. The opening confessional where we heard someone guiding Carolyn, that was the Keith Sayers sort of in memoriam, so that was really kind of fun. And the last thing that I thought was funny is uh, people saying that the Tyson injury with Matt it should be called the intentional <laughs> Matt sling from now on, and I thought that was funny. All right, let's jump into this episode, huh? Yep, let's get into spoilers. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert for episode two. Let's do this thing. So we jumped around quite a bit between the three tribes before the immunity challenge. It was a lot of jumping back and forth. Really kind of rapid-paced editing is something I noticed here. Let's just take one tribe at a time, and we'll run through everything that happens with them and up into the immunity challenge. I, I think that's good because you're, you're right. It was it was choppy. Or, I mean, frenetic is maybe a better yeah. word because I didn't. I, I followed everything, but it was yep. definitely like 
quick shot, quick shot, quick shot, yep. quick shot, quick hit. And even like in the middle of a story, like with the Carolyn looking for the key, we cut away mid storyline and come back to her basically in the same spot, which is kind of unusual for Survivor, I feel like. That was weird. That that kind of bugged That's me. fair. I think the one thing that kind of saved it is it mostly tied together tonight because it was all about like the key hunt for the idol of the birdcage. Mm. So I, I think that's fine since it was like a similar storyline on each tribe. Yeah, that was the through line for the pre-immunity yeah. challenge for sure. But let's start over on Ratu coming back in Tribal Council. Like Derek mentioned, Matthew confirms he did play his shot in the dark. He wasn't in trouble. He just wanted to avoid heat and not show which side he was on. Which, I, I respect that move. Uh, you do give up your shot in the dark, which you might need later on. So this could come back to bite him, and it'd be kind of funny if it did. But I think it's a, it's a, it's a pretty intelligent move. It's, it's smart. I just don't know if it'll pay off for him. It depends on how it shakes out, yeah. because uh, Lauren still has the power on that tribe, now having banked a vote, and yep. there being, I believe, five people left. So... She holds the power. As long as Matt is on her good side, then this is fine. But there is definitely a world where not drawing a line on in the sand with you and your allies, that's a bad thing. That's that's wishy-washy. That's yep. what got Sarah Lucina voted out her first time in the game. We've seen this happen time and time again. Yep. Uh, but Sarah Lucina is the first one that comes to mind. So uh, neither it, it can be good or bad, but it does not seem like the tribe is upset at him for no. it. Uh, so I'm just going to give myself all the credit for calling this last week. And he did play the card like, oh, I was just nervous. Yes. First which, vote. Which is the right way to do it, especially given his injury. He might be able to pull this off. He, I think he I think he can. So Brandon, he plays it pretty cool. You know, he was the target. Uh, he plays it pretty cool with Kane back at camp because Kane's the only person left who voted for him because Maddie's gone. But Brandon is pretty pissed and doesn't trust Kane. Fair, but he, I like how he, how he plays it cool. So that's good for them. This was pretty ideal. He He could have probably been more like... Hey, it's totally fine. But you know what? There's a margin here, and yep. he was within it. Yeah, and there wasn't a whole lot of attention on Kane or anyone else in particular until it, it came to hunting idols. Then that's when he really could tell more of the, oh, Kane thinks that he's in trouble, and everyone can tell. Yep. Kane thinks he's in trouble. He is. He makes it worse for himself by looking for the idol. I mean, yes, look for the idol, but like he's being blatant about it i don't know if he was in that desperate of a spot where it warranted the desperate idol hunt where everyone knows what you're doing so yeah i think he's worsening his spot yeah i i think people need to be more wary of lauren on that tribe because she did go to uh mystery adventure island which yep. we did not get this episode i was no. kind of surprised that we didn't get very that. happy about that lauren's been to mystery adventure so as long as kane is sort of either on her good side or has strong numbers against her it's fine this obviously does not work toward the latter of what i just said so hopefully for kane's sake he is still in pretty good with lauren assuming that she did come back with yep. hardware so let's go over to Soka because we didn't get a lot with Ratu tonight. That, that was it. So on Soka, Matt and Franny are super close. Matt has a crush on Franny. We definitely have a little bit of a showmance going on here. It's definitely more Matt to Franny, but Franny still likes Matt. But like he even opens up and is like, hey, yeah, I lost actually my second vote as well, which I don't know if I love that. You got to keep that to yourself. Matt and Franny seem like two people who are obsessed with Potter puppet pals in grade school. That That is so specific. <laughs> It, Who wasn't? But it's also correct. I was not obsessed with Potter Puppet Pals. Oh, I, how dare I, you? I've actually, I think I've seen the one famous episode. I don't know how many episodes there are of it, but the one that everyone knows, I've seen it like once. Yeah. The ticking time yeah, bomb that's one. The one. Yeah, uh, I, I am confident that if I met Franny on the street and I went, Snape, Snape, Severus Snape, she would elatedly respond with <laughs> Dumbledore. Okay. 
I, Derek is 100% right, and I don't know why. <laughs> and then Matt would come in, Ron Weasley! <laughs> you know it. You know it's true. I didn't know that was true, but okay. I'm going to trust you guys on this one. Okay, that was a reference I wasn't expecting tonight. But yes, Franny is worried they could be seen as a pair. Guess what? They're seen as a pair. Well, yeah, and especially when you go to Claire and say, yeah, we're intentionally not hanging out right now. What are you doing? Franny, why? <laughs> we specifically don't want to seem like a pair, even though we really are. And I'm telling you this for some reason. It's pretty bad. It's not great. And then not fixing it. And, and I mean, there, there is, again, uh, there are so many multiverses in the survivor world, right? Maybe Franny is trying to distance herself from Matt and gain closeness with Claire by doing that, saying like, hey, I trust you enough to let you know, like, I understand why you see us as a pair and maybe you're going to see that no matter what, but I want you to know that I know, you know, and I'm okay with it. I'm working. It's on the Rob Sistrin, you know, where he's like, yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been lying to everybody, but not you. I'm not but lying not, to you, <laughs> but not you. I'm telling you that I'm lying to everybody else to make you trust me. She could probably pull it off in a better way where she's telling Claire these things, but basically saying like, Matt just won't leave me alone. Yeah. Like he, he just keeps coming over to me and you know, I don't want to be mean. So I'll joke around with him, but you know, I, I'm trying to keep my distance. Really like poverty play. I got him wrapped around my finger. Yeah. Yeah. Pull the poverty card. We can, we can use this. Yeah. Claire is just like one of them's got to go. It got him sussed yeah. out. Yeah. One of those two has to go. But I, again, I don't think so. Cause I'm going to lose. Probably not. I don't they think were, so. They were close today. They were close today, but that's just because it came down to a hero spot where anyone can blow it in a hero spot. Luckily, they have a surgical podiatrist on their team with the steady hands uh, with a good old purple Josh. Yeah, purple Josh. <laughs> yeah. Those those hands did not seem that steady. Hey, man, but fair. like they got a like he he pulled it out. Guys like he a did. doctor or something. So, uh, yeah, that makes makes it a little easier. He only lost to the guy who actually practiced, yeah, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, maybe they just yeah, seem, he just seemed bad compared to Matt, who actually practiced this, which we'll get to in a minute. So, oh, still on Soka, Danny goes hunting for, like, idols, and he ends up finding the idol key. He manages to get the idol out of the birdcage and put the bag back in to make it look like no one had ever been in there. It is... Not clear whether or not... So he got a coin as well that has no power. And it is not clear whether or not he left that in the bag for like other people to find. Like, it's like oh, you know, something's in here. And yeah, no one says if Danny left anything in the bag. Well, and, and this is a good time to mention on Twitter, we got a message saying, I, I really want someone to like leave the medallion, leave the coin yep. in the bag and have that be the fake idol. And there is an issue with that. If they leave the paperwork, it specifically says this medallion has no power. This coin has no power. So you need to have another fake idol in there to truly sell that yeah. if that's what he's going for. Or maybe he just throws the key into the ocean and no one ever gets the bag open. And he did the old Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he just put some sand or some rocks in the bag. And, Could do that. You know, then it's just there. It's a it's a great aesthetic piece decoration that will be left at uh, Soka Camp forever. Drive everyone nuts. Yeah, that was from uh, Natasha on uh, Twitter. I do really like the thought process behind that, but I'm not totally sure how feasible it is to actually pull off and it's completely because of the parchment that they're given so i think if you're going to be utilizing the medallion of no power you're going to have to do it outside of the cage and actually do it when you're just like convincing someone of whatever you're going to try to convince them yeah unless you can rip the paper in a certain way yeah it might be too tough to pull off see and and here are my thoughts the medallion i think you plant that in somebody else's bag 
and then have somebody else find it. The coin, you can play it up as the uh, the Michelle coin, the the flip it your safe mm. thing. So I would keep that one to That's myself. That's how big this coin is. Yeah, maybe you just have it around. If it has a heads and a tails, it can be like the Michelle coin. But the point is we didn't learn what Danny ended up doing. True, right. Yeah, episode, yeah, we, so. we do not no. know. We do not know. So yeah, kind of a little bit of a mystery left here. But Danny does get the idol and does successfully leave the bag back in the cage. So no one, no one is any wiser. And I'm so happy someone kept a secret, at least until the end of an episode. Good job, Danny. Ah, <laughs> uh, two people. Good, good episode two people for Danny. Did. Yeah, I, we're, well, Josh, we're going chronologically here. Yeah, relax yourself, Josh. Yeah, relax. Okay, okay. Just want to give credit where credit's due here. So over on Tika, Carolyn and Jum Jum suggest a key hunt, uh, or I guess idol hunt, whatever, to go out and search for whatever, see what they can find. And Carolyn... You know, she's going to end up climbing a tree and finding a snake in it, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, but eventually she does end up finding the key. Now, as some inside baseball for people who maybe haven't heard this on our podcast before, they do have snake catchers that go and try and clear sort of the inbounds area for the tribes. But Carolyn was up a tree. Yeah, they don't always check the trees. So Carolyn is going to go get the idol and is going to put nothing back. Uh, at first, and then she's going to realize, like, oh, no, I left the cage open. Let the canary out. Going to run back, put the bag in place with nothing, like, no, the fake beads or whatever she gets. Doesn't put that back, so it's just, like, an empty bag, and everyone is like, huh, this looks a lot emptier than we last saw it. Also, it's been opened. Someone's got it. I almost would have liked her to just, you know, not go back to the cage and just almost more chaos. Just, it's gone. It's gone. Just gone completely. It's gone. Maybe put the lock back on or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. Yeah, like yeah, like oh, just pulled off a heist, like ocean style. Uh, put a puts, <laughs> put flyers for prostitutes in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> or like a Joker card or something like that. Uh, the extreme ways music or whatever comes into play, like Born Identity style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> put, put a coconut in the cage. Put a coconut, in, something like that. <laughs> or or put somebody's like personal belonging in there, like somebody's tie. <laughs> Lock it. Um, <laughs> Just for some extra chaos, like, I don't know. Russell's hat. Or uh, Carson's belt buckle or something. Like, I don't know. Just something. Put something. That'd be funny as hell. But I kind of like the way that this turned out because it was like someone tried just enough to make it look like there was nothing there, but everyone was just a little suspicious that it was gone. So this is horrible. I would immediately suspect Carolyn because I don't think any of the other four are this sloppy. So maybe the edit is just pulling one over our heads, but uh, that was a really funny following sequence where every everybody's a suspect. Everybody's a suspect, just like Scream, but nobody suspects Carolyn. <laughs> we get Carson suspecting Helen, Jam Jam suspecting Sarah, and Sarah thinking uh, Jam Jam has it. I'm pronouncing it uh, so many different ways. I'm having a very hard time with his name. We're working on it. I'm trying to get it right here, but I'm not getting it right, probably. Points for trying. But basically, Karen, Carolyn somehow gets away with this. Nobody suspects her for the entire episode. It's and, it's wild. And you know what? Good for her for keeping a secret. Good for her. It was definitely sloppy. It was yep. noisy. It was imperfect. It was impulsive. The other four went to the water well, and she just like didn't. That's stupid. <laughs> That's a bad move. <laughs> but she kept a secret. Good for her. And all the way through the episode, too. Not just for right yep. now. Yep. All the way to the end. Who knows? Maybe it's a secret to this day. So over on... It, no, it's not. It aired on TV, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until this day. And now it's not. Okay. In the immunity challenge, uh, at the very end, last portion of the challenge, it is the classic 
try to get the ball up the wall, but it's like a snake design this time. They've done it where it's been like a, a wall with holes in it, but this, they've done all the snake one before. And you have to like pull handles and like dexterity your way the ball up the snake. And Ratsu's in last, but Matthew out of nowhere just like aces this thing. And, and he's going to reveal he built this at home and has been practicing, which I've, I've seen on like TikTok. Uh, you sent me videos, I think, of yeah. the kid doing it. Yeah, there was, there was like a, a four-year-old girl who does it in a minute. Yeah. It's insane. Ridiculous. If you have the ability and the resources to do this, highly recommend. We're going to get Carson, who's like 3D printed all of the survivor puzzles of all time. Uh, that's how Spencer Bledsoe won a puzzle in like six seconds at Survivor Kage on, like, or uh, Cambodia. He won it in Cambodia. Uh, if you have a 3D printer, go for it. If you got the resources, go for it. And this is all love, Carson, you know, a big fan of the podcast, but Ryan and I looked at each other when they went through the whole him 3D printing all of these things. We're just like, nerd. Nerd. <laughs> what a nerd. I wish I could do that. <laughs> um, so versus, versus Matt just taking some wood and putting, t- putting it together in his backyard. <laughs> Endorsing all of this. Maybe don't tell people that you, you've done this. This is where Carson is absolutely right. Yep. Is that he's like, I'm not going to tell anyone that I put together puzzles before this. I don't love that Matthew told everyone that he'd been practicing. He's like, nah, I'm just good at this kind of thing. That's what you say. Don't don't show off. You Say that for the confessionals. If you can do this, do this. Practice. Soka's going to get second place, and Sarah is going to blow it because it's, it's a one-shot. It's a hero portion of the challenge. They got their second. Sarah blows it, so Tika loses. So this chaotic purple tribe is going to tribal council, and I love it. And even though I don't, I'm not looking forward to losing someone from yep. this tribe. I'm excited just to see how tribal's going to go down. <laughs> and the, the the exact tribe that I said with my whole chest last week that I don't think is going to tribal is going to tribal. Yeah, I thought you were a fool for saying that. It's okay, but it's okay. We, we made a lot of bad predictions last what? week. <laughs> we we make bad predictions. That's never happened. Never see the entirety of season forty three. And now episode one of season 44. Carson and Helen talk about taking out Carolyn because the two of them and Sarah have an alliance. Jam Jam is stronger than Carolyn. And so Carolyn's the obvious boot. Yeah. Obvious boot is obvious. I agree with this. They tell Sarah she's on board. They even get Jam Jam on board. Sarah doesn't have a vote. She doesn't tell anybody this. But yeah, plan is set. Take out Carolyn. Nobody suspects she's got the idol. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. They're all going to vote for Carolyn. She's going to play the idol. And somebody we love is going to get knocked out of this game. Bye-bye, either Helen or uh, Carson. That's what I'm thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Instead, Jam Jam doesn't want Carolyn to go because they have a, a bond or an alliance. They both want Helen out of the game because they see her as, as very smart. And they want to bring in Carson to make this happen. And Carson is kind of playing both sides here. He's the swing vote. He could go either way. Carolyn is still really nervous, though. And I'm like, yeah, you should be here because you're going to play your idol. And you're going to knock Helen out of this game. And there goes my winner pick. That's what's going to happen, obviously. Nope. Tribal Council, Carolyn doesn't play the idol, and it's three votes for Helen, one vote for Carolyn. And Sarah, of course, does not vote. Sarah does not vote. And goodbye, Helen. You, you could have blindsided I, Carolyn here. You could have pulled out it of off. nowhere. But, but here's the thing is, it, it was still a blindside. Like, you blindsided Helen. You just blindsided the better player. So, I... Th- 
It's it's interesting. Uh, I'm I'm curious on your guys' thoughts because I haven't talked to you guys about any no. of this yet. This, so yeah, this is this I, is live. I would like to hear before we get into whether or not this is the wrong move. I just want to call my shot here. I think on that chessboard in the voting booth, or oh, one of the dragon pieces is like a hidden immunity idol or, or something like that. Maybe maybe mm. maybe it's just the dragon on like the voting podium too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm calling. Uh, the, the, I think it's the chess piece, the yeah. dragon chess piece. I'm calling that shot right now. Derek said moving it into like checkmate formation. Ryan is saying like a dragon. Basically, I I don't know what it's going to be. I'm not trying to call something. Maybe I'll try to pay attention more in the next episode. But we got more shots of it this week. And a couple people just like specifically zooming into specific pieces. Yep. So I think the checkmate thing is too smart for general audiences. Well, and, and the other part is obviously people are grabbing pieces and moving yep. around because we see that they change in between the, the voting confessionals. That was one thing that Twitter, the Twitter sleuths were on this entire last week. Just, oh, here's the board. We're going to examine it. And then someone's like, yeah, but the board was completely different when so-and-so voted. So, you know, people are moving the, around. The, the, yeah, maybe someone is looking for an idol. Yeah. So maybe there's nothing there and it's just to mess with people. It, it could be. Or maybe they just haven't found it yet. Or maybe they need like a note from Mystery Adventure Island that says, hey, grab this piece while you're there. Right. Now it's if you grab this now it is a, an idol or something like that maybe it's got to be activated or like maybe a merge idol or something so it'll be there all season but then at the merge something gets introduced who knows who maybe knows? you need to shout a secret phrase from the voting booth like there's a <laughs> bunny in the mailbox back here what does what penner shout denise I'm, I'm, I'm voting for denise he just shouted denise, <laughs> just shouts denise. Yeah, you have to shout denise's name and then you get the chess piece <laughs> Perfect. But yes, yeah, so Helen goes out here. Carson switches his vote. We don't know if Sarah was clued into this plan or not. So Helen goes home. Was this the right move or the wrong move? Derek. Oh, boy. So first of all, let's think about this as critically as we can. For Carolyn, this is the right move. Anything that's not her mm -hmm. is the right move. Maybe she should target Sarah because she's been to Mystery Adventure Island. Uh, but as long as it's not her, I'm good. For Jam Jam, I think this is a good move for him. I think he knew that he was fourth out of four. He was smart enough to see the other three were in an alliance. So he's like, yeah, no, I think I'm just going to go ahead and force the issue here. And I'll play chicken with these people who are in a strong three. And I think he plays it well because I think he gets Carson to overthink what's going on. Now, I'm going to read between the lines a little bit. Ryan won't do this. This is all fan fiction, as he says yep. at this point. Uh, but I did call my shot last week with Matt. I think at some point we're going to find out that Sarah told Helen and Carson that she does not have a vote. So Carson now knows, okay, if they target Helen, then I might have to go to rocks for Helen. And that's like a 50-50 shot at that point. Or I guess 33% uh, because Sarah probably still has to draw. Or they're targeting me, and that'll put my game in Helen's hands. And I wouldn't go to rocks for Helen, so why would she go to rocks for me? So I'm just going to take the sure thing and build an alliance, build a bridge with Jam Jam and Carolyn now. I don't think that this is a good idea. On a tribe of five, but four votes like this, this can determine the rest of the game. Jam Jam is playing chicken with you. You have no choice. You have to play chicken back. You have to. So I don't think this is uh, the, the right move for Carson. But for everyone who placed a vote, I think that this is as good of a move as the alternative, which is Carolyn. So maybe. Uh, it, it's hard. I don't think this is good for Sarah, but she didn't have a vote, so I'm not factoring her into mm -hmm. my math. Josh, what do you think? Everything that Derek said is is correct, but I do think that this ultimately was the right move, even though I don't like it because obviously my winner pick goes home here and I was really looking forward to watching Helen play. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, oh man, for someone like 
Carson or even Sarah, whether or not she was clued into this or not, it doesn't really matter. But for them being in, cause you're basically deciding what is going to be the new, just the Alliance going forward from this tribe. And it's going to be a group of, of three. Is it going to be Carson to Helen and Sarah, or is it going to be Jam Jam, Carson, maybe Sarah with them and Carolyn? It, it really comes down to whether or not you think that Carolyn is someone who is going to stay loyal, I think, because, you know, we've talked about how she is obviously kind of more of that wild card personality. So is she more like like an Abby Maria where she's going to just go off the rails and tell people things just randomly because that's just who she is in the game and you can't rely on her and that type of wild card or is she the type of wild card who's going to be 100% loyal and just not really be great at the game because she's way too loyal. I think it's the latter and because of that I think that it's a decent choice to go with them and vote out Helen here. Helen's obviously a very smart player and yeah, you might have a group of three that goes, you know, until the merge or, or whatever, but then, you know, they're going to be smart enough to see you as a smart player as well and probably backstab you. And if you're looking all the way down the line here, you might have less of a chance of that happening with Carolyn and Jam Jam. If Derek's right and Sarah lets slip that she didn't have a vote, which would be terrible on her part, I don't mind Carson flipping so much just because he can be like, oh, no, I was with you guys the whole time. You know, it's the first vote. You could redraw that bridge. So I, I mind it less if that's the case. But with the information we were presented, this is a terrible move. I would never in a million years work with Carolyn. I think what sold it for me is like when the three of them, Carson, Jam Jam, and uh, Carolyn are having a talk in the jungle. And all of a sudden, like Carolyn sits down in the middle of a conversation and she gets back up and it's like, I'm weird. She throws leaves over her head and, and I'm like, flutter down nope. over her head. Nope, 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 nope. This is a person who, if I was in a conversation and something like that happened, I would probably never talk to this person again because I'm like, I nope, I can't do this. I cannot work with this type of person. I can't do it, period. Survivor or otherwise. I'm sure she's a lovely person. I, I, I would avoid her. <laughs> like the plague, I would avoid her. I would never want to work with her. I want her out of the game. You know, it's like playing with Charlie Day and always Sunny Wildcard. Uh, I want to kick that person out the van and keep on driving. I want nothing to do with Carolyn. Vote her out. Now, so the right move, in my opinion, if we don't know about Sarah's not having a vote, if those three vote accordingly, vote out Carolyn, then the right move would be for Carolyn to play her idol, blasting Helen out of the game. So I do think ultimately Helen should have gone home here, but the way it happened was stupid, and Carson, I think, made a terrible move for big game-itis, I'm going to call it. Now, it could work out very nicely for him because this is the first tribal council. Uh, I, think can, I think you can get away with making this terrible move, but I think this is a bad move. Yeah, is this uh, maybe akin to that season 39 move? Was it Chelsea? Like that pre-merge, absolutely no reason big move-itis kind of voter out? I think so. Yeah. 39 is never my go-to example for anything good. Um, I'm just thinking of new era big move-itis yeah. and the kind of things that happen sometimes. Yeah. You got to watch out for the big move-itis. It can be lethal. Now, uh, we all agree that Carolyn Stang is better for our entertainment pleasure, especially in the pre-merge, yes? I wish, I wish it hadn't have been you know Helen the one who lost. I'd rather like Sarah go or Carson go than Helen. Yeah, and I, I was surprised that, Hel uh, that Sarah was not talked about more, given that she had been to Mystery Adventure Island. Yeah, uh, but that, maybe that's why, because they're scared she might have an idol. Maybe. It, it, that could be. What did Twitter think tonight? Yeah, according to Twitter, ooh, it was a close one. 54% of Twitter said that, yes, the right person went home tonight. 
Okay. Ultimately, the right person. I think the right person went home, but the wrong way, mm-hmm. which I guess we don't have an answer for on there. So maybe I won't vote in this poll. It's almost like Twitter polls can be vague. Yeah, it's a little vague. I always like the ones where we have yes then no, no then yes, yes yes, no no. The double like the double nights. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into best and worst player of the episode. Derek, why don't you start us off? Give us your best player of the episode. My best was Danny because uh, their tribe won immunity, kept their flint, and he uh, found the idol. He got it back. He maybe Indiana Jones did because it was believable, and he kept a dang secret. And now has the hardware. So I have Danny. Josh. Yeah. I was really just basically uh, debating between Danny and Jam Jam here just because somehow Carson Carson moved over to their side and they're in the new majority. But I think that, you know, having an actual secret idol here is is good enough to for me to give him best player. So I'm going to go to uh, Danny. I have honorable mention to Jam Jam. I did not say that. You know who else has a secret idol? My best player of the episode, Carolyn. I hate that I'm doing this, but I'm doing this. Here's why. Besides winning the immunity challenge, which I, I typically don't factor in unless there's a hero portion, which there was here, but that's not really relevant to Carolyn and Danny. Carolyn and Danny both got the idol and got away with finding the idol. Was one sloppier than the other? Yes, she still got away with it. Second part, tribal council. I expected Carolyn to have to play her idol immediately, knock herself out of the game. She did something right. I'm not really sure what it was, but she did something right. She convinced, along with Jam Jam, Carson to go with them by doing something. She didn't have to play her idol. She knocked out Helen, and now she is in a majority of three. She's she's in a great spot. I can't believe it. So uh, everything you said about Danny, I think Car- Carolyn did slightly worse, but then did more because she had to go to tribal council. And against all odds, she's here with an idol in her pocket. Carolyn is my best player of the episode. I'm not going to fight you too hard on it. We could get into semantics, but some of it would involve uh, revisiting my fan fiction with, yeah, uh, yeah. you know. You cannot uh, take fan fiction into account. Here. I can do whatever I want. Okay, I'll call you out on doing it and tell you your opinion is bad if you do that. Our credibility has never been lower. <laughs> if we start bringing in fan fiction, it will only hurt our credibility tarnished already. We don't have any credibility. No, we don't. We're a bunch of hacks. We can do what we want. All I can do is put up half-court shots and hope they go in. <laughs> uh, let's get into worst player. Josh, what do you got? You know, I, I know we kind of debated back and forth whether or not it was the right move or the wrong move to vote out Helen, but I, I don't think that really matters here. I think it's going to come down to the biggest flaw in the episode, and that's the very, very, very obvious Call it a showman's, call it a duo, uh, whatever it might be, and and that's Franny and Matt. But I'm gonna go with Matt more than Franny here, just because he seems more uh, bought into it. I guess I'll say uh, than Franny. Yeah, Franny's actually well. You know, I'm still gonna give a dishonorable mention to Franny because she had that conversation with Claire that obviously still did not matter because she didn't do anything about it. But at least she's more aware of it. I think than than matt so because of that i i'll go with matt for mine yeah matt gave away game information about not having that second vote to franny Mm. now franny wasn't great either because she did say like hey yeah i'm trying to like get away from him but i'll say matt is slightly worse dishonorable mention to franny Derek, who is your worst player of the episode so i actually do say carson the big thing is i i do think that he's overthinking this yeah sometimes when you're playing with desperate and crazy people who are playing chicken, the only way to win in Survivor is to play desperate, crazy chicken back and just hope that you win. And if he does, he is in an alliance of three and in a good 
spot in that alliance of three. I don't think he should enjoy being probably number three with Jam Jam and Carolyn. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think that even if this guarantees him getting through to the next tribal, it does not guarantee him a good spot in this game. It does not give him traction. It does not give him leverage. It does not give him options. Having Helen around would at least be like a, a cerebral shield. Uh, you know, it's not exactly meat shield, but I'll call it that. You know, just a, someone else who's very strategic and thoughtful and smart and calculated that takes the... A target off of you for those exact same things and you know that helen would work with you through the pre-merge for sure so i i think it's carson all right let's get into who is going next i'll start us off over on raw too i'm just gonna i don't feel great about it because we didn't get a whole lot from them tonight but i'm just gonna stick with brandon i feel like everyone could just rally back together and take him out i swap back to kane uh because the social bonds that people were building around the negativity of kane might be enough to make him a fairly easy boot where lauren can preserve her extra vote for later I, i'm i'm just gonna kind of go off the path a little bit here and i'm gonna go jamie okay you know it seemed like kind of a odd person that you know, just randomly chose to do their shot in the dark without having the logic of what Matthew had for the shot in the dark. And I think that that could come around and they could just basically just see like, remember when Jamie did that? That was weird. All right, let's go over to Soka. Derek, who do you got? I landed on Matt. They might steer clear of him because he's been to Mystery Adventure Island. But I do think I, I, I liked that scene more than I disliked it where Franny was building an extra bond with Claire. And maybe Claire is also looking for a way to work with a women's majority alliance. And I do think Claire is running that tribe. So that leaves options open for her. So I landed on Matt. Josh? Yeah, last week I said Matt. This week I'm saying Matt. Uh, I think, you know, if I'm going to make a, a prediction, I think that Franny is going to stab her lover here <laughs> with the information that he provided she knows that he does not have a vote at both of these tribals and she's going to use that information against him to when i don't know maybe someone like claire is going to come to her and basically be like yo people want to break up the showmance and then she's going to use that information to be like uh pick him not me <laughs> oh my god we're gonna break matt's heart twice he's going next and franny's gonna stab him on the way out the door brutal <laughs> the billy garcia spot oof I guess was he voted out second. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. not quite there, but pretty close. All right, Josh, take us over to whatever this purple tribe is. Taka, Tika. Uh, Josh, take us over Tika. to Tika. Who is going next on Tika? Yeah, good old Tika. Well, like it or not, we have a new grouping of three here. It's, you know, if Sarah had an idol or an extra vote or something like that, but isn't it the inheritance? Yep, she's got the inheritance advantage, which won't help her. I would. No, I would really like to see how that uh, advantage plays out, but I don't think we're going to see it. I think that Sarah's going to be a goner. I agree completely. Yeah, it's Sarah. All right. Let's 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 check in. Who cannot win this game? Uh, I believe last time we all said Carolyn, which means she's going to win this season. Any changes? Anybody uh, have any changes on who cannot win the game? I, I don't have a change. I haven't seen enough from what's going on in the other tribe. I think Kane might be second from the bottom right now. Maybe Matt down there too, but Carolyn is still bottoms of the bottom for me. Yeah, I think Carolyn's going to be a, a third place finisher here in this game. Okay. I, I kind of figured it would say the same. Let's get into some more exciting stuff. The survivor, <laughs> survivor pool. Derek, how'd you do? You know, did you do better or worse than you did in season 43? Do you know what's kind of funny? I believe I, I had a hunch of who your winner pick was going to be, right? I didn't know about Josh, but I heard enough from you. So in my survivor survivor pool, 
I kind of hedged this first one because I didn't know where it was mm. going. Uh huh. So if Helen goes sure. home, you lose your winner pick, and I'm out of the game. Yeah, whatever. So I'm out. That's hilarious. Yeah, you somehow did worse than you did last season. Hey, you know yeah, what? Yeah, Derek, Derek was out uh, in week three yep. last season. Uh, it is currently week two. <laughs> yep. You know what? This is an idiotic cast. Not idiotic. This 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 is this is a wild card cast. And if I have to lose on week two, picking Helen, which Josh also said, I think Derek is the safest of us three. Oh, I did. I did say that. Yeah. But I mean, it was my pick. I own it. I I wear it as a badge of honor, but I I'm also you know dead. I I am getting a purple heart for uh, being deceased. Yep. So Josh, we can ignore Derek for a little bit. Oh, uh, as is tradition. As uh, is game. tradition. We will survive. I had Lauren. She made it through. Who did you have again? I had Carolyn. Okay. Roll oh. the dice there. <laughs> so we have to pick new people, and we can't ever pick the same person again. So I can't pick Lauren. You can't pick Carolyn. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll go right ahead and take your pick. I'm going to do Carolyn. She's got an idol now. I think she's in a great spot. Carolyn's my pick. Yeah, I you know I rolled the dice maybe a little early on her, uh, but you know it's it is what it is. I I have no regrets. You made it through. All. Definitely not from my winner pick. Yeah, I I think that that's a solid pick from you, Ryan. I am gonna stick on that tribe as well, and I'm gonna go Jam Jam here. Okay. I think that if they if they go to tribal, yeah, Carolyn has an idol, but I think that. You know, Jam Jams are number two. I think the slam dunk person to go home here is Sarah. Okay. So we'll we'll see how, uh, hopefully, you know, you and I make it all the way to the end again. And Derek has to just suffer all season long. Yeah, I guess now that we're, you know, we're only in week, uh, predicting for week three, I guess. But if if so happens, one of us ends up losing uh, here. We have enough time. We have plenty of time to restart the game. If we, we could. Really we could. feel like it. We'll see. Uh but we we will check back in here. Uh, yep. Last thing we got to do tonight is we have to talk about our winner picks. Now, Derek, go ahead and gloat. <laughs> My winner pick officially did the best. Uh, remind me who your winner pick was again. Jam Jam. Okay. So, Josh, you and I both had Helen. Ouch. So we're out already. Oh, we the nice thing with the winner picks those you know we get to pick make a new winner pick. That's how we've always done it. So you and I still get to be in this part of the game. <laughs> it really feels like a. a- a big old voce here. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. So, Josh, who is your new winner pick? You know, I really wanted to jump over to Josh um, just because. Um, purple Josh. Now we're in it for yeah, the lulls. Yeah, now for the lulls. But, you know, I'm, you know, I'll do one more serious one, I guess. So I am going to jump over to Soka, the green tribe here, and I'm going to go with Claire. I like where she's at on that tribe. Uh, she's not in the showmance, and she's gotten actually some screen time. Yeah, Danny has an idol, uh, but... Who knows? Maybe they might pair up or do something. I don't know. I just I've just liked her so far, and I don't feel confident enough in basically anyone from the other two tribes. So yeah, yeah. This is a mess. Orange tribe is a no go for me. Green, they're okay. I like Claire. I like Danny and Josh. Right? No. Uh, I'm gonna actually join Derek and uh, go with Jam Jam. Uh, that's I'm gonna join Team Derek here. So oh, original. Yeah, I, I'm nothing if not original. I, I am the king of Jam Jam Island. Uh, and by the way, we're equals. If Jam Jam wins and I lose Survivor Survivor, I'm still the best of us three for this season because the winner pick is the ultimate thing to aspire to. Is it? Is it, though? It, it truly is. Yeah, it honestly is. It, it is. It is. <laughs> it so, is. so my only chance for glory and redemption is for Jam Jam. So uh, I'm officially the Jam Jam stan. So if he wins, Derek and I are complete equals is what uh, I'm hearing. Jam Jam is my jam. 
Uh, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm sure he's never heard that one Probably before. Probably not. Okay, that's episode two. Really excited to see where this goes next. What a what a train wreck so far. I mm-hmm. love it. We haven't had a good train wreck in a while. I, I, I'm I'm ready for a Nicaragua, guys. Yeah. I'm ready for a modern day Nicaragua. Let's do it. That sounds really <laughs> really enticing, <laughs> refreshing. We did get one uh, message on uh, Twitter as well. Okay. Uh, it's kind of an obscure or like kind of a vague question. So do with that as you will. But it is basically just asks best slash fave survivor relationships, uh, romantic mm. or not. Where like where does Franny and Matt rank? Well, behind Billy and Candace for sure. <laughs> Billy and Candace number one. Billy had enough love for both of them. Hmm. And we haven't seen Franny reciprocate this enough yet, which is really why I keep going back to this Billy Garcia comparison <laughs> because it feels similar so far. I do like Eric and Jamie from Survivor China. Oh, that's a great one, and that one's got a really happy ending yep. too. You know, you got Rob and Amber. The, the classic. Uh, oversaturated. Who? Yeah. You've yeah, never heard of them. Uh, yeah. Obscure one. But yeah, Robin Amber. Uh, who's Robin Amber? I will say I did have I, I did enjoy watching them this episode. Like, regardless of how bad that is for like your gameplay, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, they are like perfect for each other. <laughs> like if they just met casually, if they met casually out in the real world, like this would be this would be perfect. Yeah. Coach and Jerry heroes versus villains. The best mm. one. There we go. Yeah. That was the funniest one, I thought. You know, we'll have to see where it goes. Yep. There is potential here for it to be one of the better showmances. But again, until I see even the slightest romantic reciprocation on Franny's part, this is just another Billy Garcia situation yep. for me. Uh, so we'll stay tuned to see episode three. I cannot wait for Franny to just stab Matt and break his heart. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Uh, social media. Well, you can follow us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Pretty much all of those places, but mostly just tell a friend about us. Lure them over to Spotify or Apple or whatever, and we, we grow by you guys talking, and we appreciate the help. Subscribe on YouTube. Smash that like button. Ugh. Gag. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else, guys? No. All right. This has been the Castmate Consultants. Got nothing else for you. Good night. <laughs>